It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening, bon weekend, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Bonjour la belle Angie Taylor, bonsoir, bon weekend. Bon weekend. Happy How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for being with us tonight. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We talk about love, dating, romance, relationships. Phone lines are mm-hmm. open right now if you need advice or want to comment. 855-905-8255. I want to jump into a story you were telling us off the air, Simon, about you had a few people over at your house. I had a little get-together at my house. Right. I uh, wasn't invited, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> we won't make a big deal out of it. <laughs> last minute, just for the record. <laughs> Always was, last minute. It was a last minute uh-huh, thing, Angie. Uh-huh. So, uh, anyway, so there, there was, you know, a mix of friends and a guy, a friend of mine, who uh, lives in Fargo, North Dakota. Whoa. Uh, came uh, for the weekend. Uh-huh. And his girlfriend is here. He lives there. So I just had to ask him. I said, you know, what's the hardest thing? What's the most challenging thing about being in a long distance relationship? Wow. Uh, let's say he's probably 35 and she would be 28. Okay. So I was expecting he was going to say the ooh-la-la, be honest. Yeah, I miss the constant yeah, ooh-la-la whenever because, I want know. it. Yeah, yeah. And he said, no, the companionship. Mm. He said, what I miss the most is that, you know, 85 or 90% of the time, I'm in Fargo, she's in Chicago. And then he said, you know, we FaceTime, but it's difficult to find always topics to talk to. Like, when you're on FaceTime... Every day, so sometimes it's just a run out of topics. Yeah, because you're hyper-focused yeah. on just each other. Well, I, would, I do want to talk about that, Simon. I think that's a, a, a great place to go here because I know a lot of us on this show, myself, you, our producer Jill, always yeah. in long-distance relationships. My husband and I started that way. Yeah. And is that true? What is the hardest part of a long-distance relationship? Do you find that you miss the ooh-la-la whenever, you know, ooh-la-la on demand? Or <laughs> is it that you just miss that day-to-day companionships seeing that person all the time when you want to see them. We'll talk about long distance next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us. Welcome back. We're talking about long distance relationships and what's the hardest part. Is it not the daily ooh-la-la whenever you want it, ooh-la-la on demand, I said, or (laughs) just the day-to-day little things. Simon, you were talking about a friend of yours that's in that uh, situation. I know you've been in it before. You've been long distance. What was the hardest part for you? Same than him, the, the, the companionship. Yes. Not having anybody to go to dinner with, like not anything to share. It's it's a difficult thing. Right. Uh, the weekends are the worst. The weekends are the worst. I used to tell my husband because we were long distance. Yeah. Uh, and I've said this to our uh, associate producer, Trisha, because she's in it right now. But I always remember being so sad on Sundays because somebody had to go home, either me or him. And I used to tell him, I can't wait to enjoy my Sundays again, because Sundays I love, like just doing whatever, kicking around the city, and, shopping around. And that's when you were together, like tr- visiting him. How about the weekends where you just separated? Like, cause you oh, can't the worst. It, yeah, you the, can't the, do it the, every weekend. Sometimes. The worst. And that day-to-day to me was harder, because let's be honest, the ooh-la-la, it's maybe one time a day when you're in a long-distance relationship, but the every other minute of the day, the every other hour of the day, you really wish that person was there. Trisha, hi. Hello. So, our associate producer, you moved to Chicago Yes. right after you found the love of your life in L.A. Yes. And so, what is the hardest part for you? Is it the ooh-la-la or the just it's, every day? It's definitely the companionship. The weekends are probably the toughest. Yeah. During the week, it's like, okay, we can get through it, but it, it's Saturday, it's Sunday, and... If he has like a friend's party he's going to, or like mm-hmm. if I'm at a barbecue or something, mm-hmm. we both are like texting each other, wish, like, I wish, wish you were, were here. here. Yeah. yeah. 
because it's like you just want to share it with them. During the week, you can kind of plow through. You're working. You have your other commitments. But even like during the week, there are times where if you both know you love the same TV show, you're like, oh, we can't watch this together. I wish we could just snuggle on the couch. That's exactly. And we've talked about it where it's like we want to get off of work. And it's like I want to see him when I get home from work. Sure. Like he wants to see. So it's like the same thing. How long do you think you can sustain that relationship being long distance because it's hard i know that like we've have it planned out for the rest of the year for okay. sure so i know it's well the you're traveling. halfway through the year. i know it's traveling <laughs> back and forth we just take it for one day at a one time one day at a time it's one day at a time there is a, a point that my buddy was saying that last night they have a plan that she's going to move out of chicago to fargo because he lives there mm-hmm. and he said that's what keeps him going that yeah he could not sustain the rhythm if there was not a goal and a plan the light to be at the together end of the tunnel. Yeah. next year. Even when uh, my husband and I were long distance, Simon made a great point. Just knowing the next time we would see each other was at least something to sustain you. So if I, you know, if we left each other on a Sunday and went our separate ways, knowing that we had our next trip or our next together already planned out was something to look forward to. If you don't know and it's up in the air, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, always make plans for the next. When you're on the one where you're together, make plans for the next one. That is the goal. When you take all the long distance frustration, I really feel this hope that it's going to last and it's the right one makes you stay together. Yeah. Even with the distance. Exactly. Well, keep enjoying, girl. It's fun. It's fun. We're on your side. It's fun until it's not fun. All right, let's go to the phones. I want to hear what's going on in our listeners' love lives Mm -hmm. as well. Whatever the topic might be, whatever advice you might need, our French romantic Simon is here. I'm here for you too. 855-905-8255. We'll come back and go to the phones next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to the show, Love, Dating, Romance, Relationships. We're taking your calls mm-hmm. right now for advice. Yes. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, is here. Bonjour. Bonjour. And I am your American realist, so let's go to the phones and we'll give you advice. 855-905-8255. Listening right now in Superior, Colorado, I want to pick up this line. Listening on My 99.9, here's Annabella. Hi, Annabella. Bonjour. Hi, guys. Pretty name. Hi. Yes. Oh, thank what? you. Yes. How can we help you tonight? Um, I'm a little worried that my boyfriend might be having an affair. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Um. Well, I don't know if he really is, but basically, he's been his hours at work have been longer, and I I feel like he's also been a little bit more vague. Like he hasn't been talking about work as much. And um, what kind of work I, does he do? Oh, he works for a marketing company. Okay. Is it normal that he would suddenly have longer work hours? Not to this degree. At least he hasn't before. So what makes you think he's having an affair with somebody at work? Do you know a particular girl or what's going on? There is one person in particular that he works with and she she's very attractive. <laughs> so um, is it so he's working later so, and there's an attractive girl at work and that leads you to believe? Well, no, it's it's the later hours. He's not talking about work as much. He's been like I thought. I thought he's been a bit more distant. It's weird. It just seems like a change from the normal. Okay, we'll talk more with Annabella mm-hmm. and the suspicion of the boyfriend next on the rendezvous. 
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're on the line with our listener, Annabella, in Colorado. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, you're saying that you're, you're suspecting your boyfriend of having an affair with somebody at work. Mm-hmm. He's working more hours. He doesn't talk about work as much. And there's somebody attractive there. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody works with somebody attractive. Does that necessarily mean something's going on? I hope not. I just, it just he's acting kind of weird. And you feel like something's off. Simon, what do you yeah, always say about like intuition? Off. And I'm wondering maybe it's just something else, like there's something wrong at work and he's afraid to tell me. Annabella, I have a saying that, you know, you should always listen and trust your intuition. When something is off, something is off. Now, it doesn't mean something has happened, exactly. but it means something is off. So what I want to ask you, Annabella, is have you yeah. chat with him about this? Have you so far you. had the talk? What's going on, honey? Why you don't talk? Was the hours? Have something you had feels off yes. to me. What's up? Have you said that? Not really. Yeah, I mean, okay, I've you tried haven't. to put my toe in the water, but that's, I guess, more my question. Like, how do I... Like, just is be there a way real. to bring it up Let's, where just I don't be real. sound like I'm accusing him of something? Be real. Right, Simon? Yes. Just be like, something feels off. What's going on with you? That's it. You don't have to accuse him of anything. No. He's innocent until proven guilty anyway. So all you got to do is, I feel things are off. Here's why. Yeah. And then okay. let him answer, and maybe you'll be satisfied with his answer. If your intuition goes back to green, it's good. If it yeah. goes back to red, you call us back. Don't bring up the girl. Let him do all the talking. Okay, just, you know, things feel a little weird. Okay. Right. Just wondering what's happening. Yes. Yeah, what is up? Okay. All right. Thank you so much. We okay. wish you the best of luck in that, and let us know how that conversation goes. Simon, yeah. I want to know, if you found out that somebody you're with was cheating on you with somebody amazing, is there anybody like a celebrity, that you would totally get it if they left you. Let's talk about that crazy scenario here. Get it or accept it. Okay, when we come back, we'll talk more about the person that you wouldn't really be mad about next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships, mm-hmm. advice, topics, all of it. We have our French romantic here. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. And I am the American realist, as Hi. you call me. Hi, Angie Taylor. <laughs> Hello. And we love to give advice. So, listen, this is not a very real conversation. It, it is going off of a, um Instagram post, yeah. but I thought it was interesting. This guy, and this had to have been after the royal wedding, because did you see David Beckham at the royal wedding, honey? Hello. We all see him. Oh, my goodness. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy wrote, if my wife left me for Beckham, I would totally get it. I'd help her pack. I'd wish them well, and hopefully we'd stay friends, and I can go for a barbecue, and maybe get close enough to smell him. You know, like <laughs> what? Like I get it. So obviously we're playing because nobody's really going to be cool. Yeah. But you always in the back of your mind be like, I totally get it. If they have a crush on this person, if they would leave with that person, is there anybody, Simon, you could imagine? You're in this relationship, you're married, whatever it is, and she's like, I'm leaving you for so and so. The, and you're like, I kind of get it. The only way I would get it is never the look, but the talent. So if she met Picasso, the great painter, I get it. If she met, but then you'd be like, he's dead. That's no, weird. but I mean like um, somebody like that. La- that <laughs> yes. that level of talent. That a level. Great painter. Somebody alive. A, that's like a so a, a great songwriter or Bono from U2 or uh, some, so. If, uh, if your girl left you for Bono from U2, you'd be like, I get it. Because 
the talent and the genius is just extraordinary. Something you don't have. No, I don't have the talent or the genius. You have Bono. talent and genius no, in other not, ways. No, nothing like that. No, and Picasso, I don't know who would be Picasso today. That's why I said right. Pablo Picasso. Right, I understand that. But wouldn't you, Angie? If, if somebody was just this remarkable human being in whatever field, yes. I, mean, I would be like, I get it. LeBron James, I, I, I admire it. Because I'm a huge fan, right? Stuff like that. Right. I think my husband would be okay with that. Or not okay with it, but be like, with I get super it. talent? He loves LeBron too. LeBron, okay. So there you go. But he paints, so you would maybe do the same as Picasso or somebody. Absolutely, Jill, our executive, amazing producer. Hello. Oh, hi. Hello. Oh, I like to give oh. you more adjectives I whenever like I get and titles. If your boyfriend were to leave you for this girl, you'd be like, mm, I get it. I would have to say Rihanna. I was gonna say Rihanna too. <laughs> really? Out of oh my gosh! Rihanna? Totally. Rihanna, because she's like ooh la la on heels, like in heels. <laughs> Not only is she the talent that Simon is talking ooh. about, but she's also ooh la la on a stick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like she just drips <laughs> ooh la la, mm -hmm. so you kind of get it. Angelina Jolie, same mm. way. She's got to be this good humanitarian with all these children from all these <laughs> countries, and she's an amazing actress. And by the way, she's ooh la la on a stick too. So there's a few people like that that I would be like, mm, I get it. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be like this guy on Instagram that's saying I will pack her bags. You know? uh, but I do want to be invited to Rihanna oh, Barbecue. Of course. <laughs> I mean, Can we hang out? I mean, and, and I'll high five him and be like, how's it going? You want me to talk to her? Why, why are you guys fighting right now? I'll work it out. Like, yeah. I'd be his wingman in that whole situation, I feel like. You guys. Sister wife, maybe. Rihanna. I would try to swing a sister wife situation. You would? Yes. I had this whole experience. Rihanna. Rihanna, Chrissy Teigen is my other because I love her and yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. we would make love and then she would cook me something and <laughs> then take care cooking. of our kids. Yeah. Um, so I've tried to swing that with John Legend. I haven't heard back yet. I'm Not waiting. Yet. I'm waiting. Soon. <laughs> he replied to something I wrote on Twitter and I'm like, okay, so here's my angle. And I said, I really just want to be sister wives with Chrissy. And he never wrote me back. So. He has not yet. No, it's going to happen, though. It's going to happen. And I promise you, if that happened, yes. my husband would pack my bags for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to a date or, or dump. dump email that we got at simonandangie.com. Somebody needs our help, our advice. That's right. Should they stay with this person that they've been on a date with or dump them? Mm -hmm. That's next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. Sometimes it's hard for people to call in, Simon, mm -hmm. and divulge their innermost uh, ooh-la-la <laughs> feelings. Yes. And I understand that. So you can always write us an email to simonandangie.com. We're happy to give you advice that way, too. So that being said, let's go to a date or oh, dump. dump. Yes. This comes from Sanjay. Listening in Bartlett, Illinois on 93.9 Light FM. Home team says, I just started dating this woman. She slept over for the first time last night. And mm -hmm. in the middle of the night, she started yelling and screaming. It scared the heck out of me. I, I didn't know what was going on. And I quickly realized that she was still sleeping. So I woke her up. And when she calmed down, she told me she has night terrors. Mm -hmm. I'd never had any experience with this before, and it scared me. So I don't know if I can ever really feel at ease knowing that at any moment that I'm sleeping, she could just start screaming and freaking out in the middle of the night. I'm trying to figure out if this is even a deal breaker for me. What would you guys do? Should I date or dump her? I mean, I feel like <laughs> this is a very uh, hard response to something that's very natural. But that's next on The Rendezvous.
It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're talking about this date or dump email that we got at simonandangie.com. Sanjay in Illinois saying, I started dating this woman. She slept over. She has crazy night terrors where she starts screaming in the middle of the night. And it's so disturbing to me. I can't relax. <laughs> Should I date or dump? Simon, how would you handle this situation? Uh, Sanjay, thanks for emailing to Angie and I. Uh, I've been in your shoes. I had a, an ex-girlfriend who had the same night terror, and it was very scary at the beginning. But the reason I would say date is because she doesn't do that against you. It's not in her control. No, and you have to be very kind to people who have those moments, and then it comes down. It's almost like a test. This is what happened with me and, and my ex. So she would have that. And my therapist told me, he said, don't wake her up and put your hand on her hair and caress them very delicately. So, and so then maybe was, in, in her dream state, back, she will feel Yes, and little by little, the comfort and the warmth of your hand, Aww. and then it would stop. So you have to be comforting when you have a partner that has a difficult time. Now, if you can't handle it, Sanjay, if you tell you know, Angie and I, listen, it's just too much for me, then don't date because you're going to be in trouble. I can handle it. I think Angie can handle it too. You are so romantic with that answer, though. I love well, that. I mean, don't you think, Angie? That yeah, no, yes, of, because you're you're missing some comfort in yes. your, in your sleep state here. We, we have to be. You know, it's like rain or shine. You have yeah. to be there for your partner, rain or shine. And if a night is difficult, you have to be there to comfort them. So you're saying D- date. date if you can feel like comforting her. I say date too because this isn't her day-to-day walking life. This is her subconscious. She has no control over it. None. And you just have to be loving and support somebody through those moments. Simon, I want to talk more about if you've ever dated someone that had a weird sleep habit or something. I have a story. Yes. In in the resting state when you're supposed to be asleep, my husband has issues with me with the way I sleep. I have issues with him. And (laughs) you have stories too. I have a story. We'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships, and those things in your relationships like what happens when everybody's asleep. This goes off of our date or dump email, Simon, that we got to simonandangie.com from Sanjay saying, I'm into this girl, been dating her. She has these crazy night terrors. Yeah. She screams. It's really dramatic. I can't sleep. What do I do? I wanted to know from you, Simon, because sleep habits, I mean, there is a reason that a lot of the homes that are being sold today are being made with two master bedrooms because sometimes sleep can really screw up a relationship. Has there been anything in, in the sleep department that is... There's been many things. One, I was dating a wonderful woman, but she was a sleepwalker. And one sleepwalker. night... Sleepwalker. Except she didn't, t- she didn't tell me that at the time. Where did she so, go? To the kitchen. And not even... I don't know how she did it. She went to the kitchen, and you hear the, the noise, and the fridge open, and something is shaking, and you, you wake up, and you say her name, and she doesn't answer back. Cause she's so in she's that, in that tr- yeah, and meditative, the like, like... And she was pouring some orange juice into a glass, but felt like she didn't see me. Did she pour it properly into yeah, a glass? Yeah, very being strange. Asleep? And then she... Wow. Was she on Ambien? Because I hear these stories about I, people on Ambien that do these full-on... No, she'll drive somewhere. She, I would talk to her, say, are you okay? I'm okay. And then go back to sleep. The next day, she would not remember she did that. Right. So I had to film her so I, to show that was true. Right. And she said she got scared of... Of what else could she, she has done. That weird state of like lucid sleep where you're kind of awake and kind of not. But and if somebody doesn't tell you, it's scary because if you have on the other side of the apartment some noises and you tell the name of your girlfriend, she's not answering. Yeah. Oh, well, I've heard so, stories too about people that sleepwalk that go into the kitchen and start eating. And yeah, they have no idea they why they've remember. gained all this weight, but they've raided the whole fridge every it's night. insane. 
Like, what's going on? Jill, you were saying, our executive producer, that you've had sleep issues with people. I just had a, somebody who used to snore a lot. There oh, was that's a lot hard. of snoring. And now... <laughs> I snore. Um, in, in replace of snoring, there's a snoring machine. So he wears a machine over like a his what? face, and it looks yeah like so a CPAP machine. He has machine. apnea. Yeah, he has sleep, sleep oh, apnea. I know what that is. That's very serious. It is very it, serious. That could be a life or death thing. So it's good that he's wearing it's the CPAP. Good. It's also a little scary. But then he looks like that dude from the comic strips. I can't think of his name, Bane or something. With the mask. Yeah, with the mask and like a hose. It's oh, kind of yeah. like an elephant, <laughs> and it's it's much more quiet, but so it's a little bit weird sexy. looking. Yeah, yeah. It's super sexy. My husband sleep talks. He doesn't sleep walk, but he's he, like he has these full on conversations. You know what I do? Cause I'm nasty. I will sit there and talk back to him and try to get him to admit some things. Like, like I want to see where this whole thing goes. Like, is he gonna talk about some girl? Like, what's he talking about? So I'll keep going in the conversation, and I'll never mention that I had this whole conversation. Usually, it's kind of gibberish, sneaky. but it's mostly work stuff. Like, yeah, you gotta get this ad on the blah, blah. I gotta do this, and I gotta go to Cleveland tomorrow, whatever. I'm like, who's in Cleveland? What's her name? When are you going to go out? And say? What restaurant are you going to in Cleveland? Sometimes he answers back, but it's I never what I'm trying to get. I don't know if that's fair. By the way, I don't know if that's fair to ask those questions. What's going on in your subconscious? In your subconscious, right, but, you are still committed. No, I, I agree, but I just, <laughs> the guy has no control. Is that crazy? No, I think it's brilliant, actually. <laughs> I, mean, I really think this is my way in, if there's anything going on. And I've, I actually admitted to this. Uh, one time with him, I was like, you were so sleep talking last night. And I just sat there and asked you a million questions about the girls you were seeing when you're on the road. And he's like, what did I say? I'm like, you didn't give me anything. And he's like, we've been together for 10 years. When do you trust me? And I'm like, never. Uh, yeah, yeah, Not yeah, even yeah. in your sleep. Not even in your sleep. Sleep with one eye open. <laughs> right? Is that why he's a bit tired lately? Is that why? He's always you, tired. You, he's with me. You had him. It's exhausting, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's good. Simon, let's go to the phones. Yes. Hear other people's issues, mm -hmm. other people's uh, needs for some advice. We yeah. want to help them. Yeah, uh, of course. Hopefully you're not uh, trying to bust your mate cheating in the middle of the night when they have no control. But, I mean, this is called doing my due diligence. You're unbelievable. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We have the phone lines open, 855-905-8255. Simon, let's pick up in Ringwood, New Jersey, listening on Max 106.3. Here's Gino. Hey, Gino. Hey, bonjour. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey, Good. what can we help you with, babe? So basically, I'm uh, from Jersey, mm -hmm. and I just got a job offer in Dallas, Texas. Uh, pretty good job. I'm definitely considering going for it. it's a really nice bump for me career-wise and pay-wise and I'm trying to kind of figure out how I'm trying to get my girl to go with me so I told mm. her this happened about four or five days ago uh she's at work and I said hey when you get home from work tonight we need to talk you know I just have something important I want to talk to you about mm -hmm. and she started this you know ask me what it was and I just kind of kept it vague. I was like, no, it's just something serious. But she what? got super nervous mm -hmm. and thought I was going to break up with her. So Gino. on the way home, she stopped at a bar and just started taking, like, I want to say four, five, six shots in a row just to kind of take the edge off. But wow. she drank way too much. She, okay. She's hammered when she gets home. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I told her the situation. She realizes I'm not breaking up with her. And then she got really happy, started crying. I'm so happy. This is this is big for us and got really excited. And then 
Next thing you know, she sobers up and is like, oh, I definitely don't want to move to Texas. That's okay. not what I what I'm intended to do at all. And I, all just, right. I don't know what I should do, if I should just move or if I should stay or what. But Gino, let me stop you right here. You made a very crucial mistake in yeah. this whole process, I have to say. Yeah. Um, and I'll let you know what that is. Simon and I both have advice for you on how to move forward. Yeah. More with Gino and the move to Dallas mm-hmm. next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're still on the line with our caller, Gino, in Jersey. Hi, Gino. Hi. Um, hey, how are you? Gino was telling us, Simon, uh, before the break, he got this job offer in Dallas. Yeah. Other, other side of the world from Jersey, really. It's A little so different, yes. Very different. And you called your girlfriend, you said, and said, I have to talk to you later tonight. And she was freaking out. Had to do shots on the way home. You told her about the uh, move. Said, will you move with me? She was very happy. And then she's like, wait a minute. Your mistake, first of all, was texting her in the middle of the day saying we need to have a talk later because that is the most anxiety-inducing moment ever. You're immediately thinking, oh, my God, we're breaking up. He's cheating. Uh, Something's bad. What's going on? Like, immediately, right? Mm -hmm. So then after the shots she had to take in order to deal with what you were going to tell her wore off, she was like, I'm not ready to move. So what do you say, Simon, to this whole situation? So, do you know, in life there is a a balance. There is love and work, right? We need both of it to be happy. Mm -hmm. So would you consider going alone, first of all, personally, in in your heart? Do you say, I could do it, I could do it without her? Uh, I think I would. I mean, I I do care about her, but we've only been dating for a year and a half. That's all we need to know? The the job is more enticing than the relationship, yeah, right now. So now that we know that answer and she doesn't want to go, right, she also doesn't want to go because she feels in her intuition that you could go without her. So I would be very honest with her. I would say, listen, I'm going. going. and uh, Would love for you to come. But if not, I'm still going. And if you want to break up with me, you can. Be honest. Own your answer. Yes. Uh, That's what you owe her. Yes. She needs to know how important it is to you because it's more important, obviously. So just be like, hey, this is a huge opportunity. It's more money. I need to go. I would love for you to come. If you don't want to come, I understand. That's where we are. Don't lie. Tell her the truth. We wish you the best. Gino, thank you so much for calling the rendezvous. Good luck. Yes, good luck to you. Simon, have you ever turned down an opportunity just to stay with someone Mm -hmm. next on the rendezvous? Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We just had a call from Gino, Simon. Mm -hmm. Gino was saying, I have this job offer. He lives in Jersey. He has a job offer in Dallas. And the girlfriend is saying, "Mm, I'm not going. Um, He needs to know what to do. We basically said, she kind of told you what to do. Go, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever been in that situation where, you know, love-work balance is important. If, If your job is important. You know, my job's important. I know, Simon, your job is very important to you. It is. How do you make that balance? Like, how do you bring that up? And and where do you draw the line? You know, it's interesting you say that. So I personally have never had to make that choice yet. Where It's an ultimatum. Yeah. But let's remember this. And Gino, last caller, made this, this point without even realizing it, is that the worst enemy of the truth is guilt. Mm-hmm. If, let's say, you're dating. I don't mean you're married. You're dating. And somebody offers you a great job on the other side of the country. And in your mind, you know you're going, right? But you want to pretend or give a chance to your girlfriend to go with you. Instead of telling her the truth, 
I'm going no matter what, mm-hmm. with or without you. Mm-hmm. But you're more than welcome to join. The guilt makes you something different, such as, I don't know if I'm really going to go. How do you feel about it? To transfer the guilt from telling the truth to her feeling guilty for not right. supporting you in your yes. career. Yes. The guilt is the enemy of the truth and honesty. Because yeah. it makes you feel bad, right? Yeah. But honestly, I think all the time when you're dating, you know almost instantly if you catch the job, if you're going to get it with or without her or with or without him. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Gino was being honest. He made up his mind. He was going without he's her. Going. Yeah, he's going. But dad didn't want to tell her because he wanted to play nice guy. That was a well, lie. You, give, you also want to give your mate the benefit of the doubt, the opportunity to say, yes, I would like to go or no. But, but, because I think he's also testing her to say... Let's see how committed she is. I'm going to take this job. Is she in or is she out? That's a good point, too. But that's not a point of somebody who's in love would do that. If I'm in love, mm. no way. If I'm in love. He's in love, love, and she was in love, too. But I you didn't... also want to know, like, how deep is your love? How deep is your love? Is your love? Yes. But, but Angie. Bee Gees. You, what? You ma- <laughs> you married? Yes. Never thought like this could enter your mind. Well, no, because no matter what the job we're is, we're bound, no, right? But we have a we also True have an love. agreement. We go where the money is. When I was single, I had a great job opportunity. I lived in Minneapolis. I had this job opportunity in New York that was definitely going to be career changing for me. Would have done amazing things probably. Mm-hmm. And the boyfriend that I had at the time was I'm why would you do that? That is so dumb. You can't leave. You have a great thing here with your job. Yeah. Like why that's a chance. You can't afford to live in New York. It was all those things which I realized way after the fact that it was his own insecurity of us, you know, breaking up, me going to a different city, new job, new people, new visuals out on the street <laughs> it was more about him than it was about him supporting me yeah um i didn't take the job because of the guilt that he put on me so it was See, guilt in a different way projected on you the guilt he projected the guilt on me and he projected his own insecurities on me now, that made me insecure to take the job and i never took it but i think somebody truly in love somebody 100 percent committed like you and jason somebody or even if you're not married just will not even have an answer yet until they talk to their partner and there you know there's true love that's the doubt you don't so you're go, saying you wouldn't even agree in your mind no you go that this is the jo- come if on if it's me if it's me come on. i would say i need to talk to her first if i'm truly in love but you would be very excited about the opportunity sure, i would to try do to something. sell it to her you would but try I to will, sell it I so you never, have made up your mind a little no, bit no no i would not take the final so, decision okay. without the talk you've with you've made my up girl. your mind that you want the job but you haven't said yes to the job until until we both agree right. and you understand there's a chance you'll not take the job because gotcha. you love life means so much to you Okay. That, and that's where I know true love is there. Well, that's what I did, and I was an idiot. I no, should have really taken the it, job. Because you did out of <laughs> guilt, not out of love. I loved him too, but it was a lot of guilt and a lot of insecurity that he projected, and now I'm insecure, and I felt like I needed it. It was a control thing. It was This was <laughs> oh. the most controlling relationship I've ever been in. Okay. So now, backstory, yes, it makes sense, but... At the time, when I'm in my young 20s, I didn't realize what was happening. The Nobody manipulation. anything in our young 20s. Exactly, though. exactly. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us on our Love, Dating, Romance relationship show. Yes. If you missed anything, if you need advice, if you like want to hear what other people were talking about, maybe it applies to you, please check out simonandangie.com. We have our podcast there. Mm-hmm. You can listen back to our topics like the hardest part 
of long distance relationships. I mean, we all have had them. Yes. Everybody on this show, I feel like. Um, and what's the hardest part? Is it the ooh-la-la? Is it the day-to-day? Is it something else? Also, Sanjay's date or dump about his girl's night terrors. He's dating a girl yes. that will not allow him to sleep because she wakes up screaming every five minutes. What should he do? And then also Gino's call that we just had about getting his girlfriend to move. Got a great job offer on the other side of the country. Um, is she going to go, stay or go? And Simon, that's where your Simon Says came in. And what was that? Thanks, Angie. I said, le pire ennemi de la vérité, c'est la culpabilité. Oh. I see what you're doing here. It's French Friday. Mm-hmm. Simon is teaching us some French. Our little French baguette, French fry over here. <laughs> if you want to know what that means for your Simon Says, because a lot of people, you know, print these out, stick them around their house. Yeah. You have very good life mantras, love mantras. Thanks, Angie. For your French Friday translation, you have to go to Simon and Angie on our social platforms, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You'll get your answer there. We'll very translate. sneaky. Very sneaky. It's Friday. Will you translate for me off the air you, so I can you, know? You know it. Okay. All right. I will. Because uh, it's you. Because it's me? Yeah. I'll go. Uh, but you know what? I'll go on the social and see what it is. Simon and Angie, thanks so much for being with us tonight. Until tomorrow, we wish you love and lots of rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.